hello, Carla. Hey, Kian. How are you on this wonderful Saturday morning? I'm all right. I'm well rested for the first time good. in possibly two weeks. That's good. You needed a good rest. The energy on the podcast has been dying, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, like a slow blinking light. But yeah. we're back. I had 10 hours last night. I've got a coffee. I'm feeling good. I barely slept last night because I hey. twisted my ankle. Oh. I went rock climbing and I was up the very top of the wall, tippy top, tippy, tippy top. And then I went to reach out with my second hand for the last hold. And I went all the way down. I slipped, I fell and landed on my ankle. And as my friend described it, my bone just did a full 90 degree turn. Gross. Yeah, it wasn't great. But uh, I'm, I'm still alive and I'm here to tell the tale. I still went climbing like. Yeah, I just, <laughs> we've discussed this briefly just now, but I really don't think people should do exercise. This is what can happen, guys. But anyway, Carla, it's been a week. Yeah. It has been quite a week in Ireland. This week, new lockdown laws were introduced into Ireland. Okay. And we're basically kind of reverting to what the original lockdown laws are, but they're really kind of strange. So you're allowed six people in your house. Mm -hmm. You're allowed 50 people if it's a mass like if it's a religious service, mm -hmm. I think you're allowed 15 outside. Mm -hmm. You with me so far? None of these numbers are making sense. Yeah. You're allowed 30 if it's a primary school teaching class. Oh, so they're really just playing a lottery with numbers. They don't, there's yeah. no, <laughs> no correlation. Well, here's the best one. You're allowed 80 if you're a group of politicians and you go to play golf. Can you guess what happened this week in Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can make a pretty solid guess. Yes, 80 people from the Oireachtas went and played golf, including the Minister of Agriculture, who resigned yesterday from his position Probably as the Minister best. of Agriculture. Probably best. What's funny about that is the previous Minister of Agriculture resigned on the 15th of July. <laughs> So within the space of two months, we've had two Minister of, of Agriculture who both resigned in disgrace. Also, Minister of Agriculture. I'm not sure that that's a super important position. Shouldn't be hard to keep. It is in Ireland. Why? Spuds. Fair. Yeah. Point well made. There's a lot of agriculture in Ireland. Point well made. But basically, at this rate, I'm in line for the next Minister of Agriculture <laughs> job. Okay. You've got to keep an eye on yeah. those spuds. Yeah. And I think three after that, it's yourself. Oh, wow. They're going to be yeah. scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're literally letting anyone do it at this <laughs> stage. As long as you're not caught drink driving or fucking golfing during a quarantine, you're pretty much fine. Yeah. I would never be sacked. <laughs> no. You have a little bit of news this week as well, Carla? I kind of do. Yeah. I was having so like, again, busy, blah, blah, blah. We're bored of hearing it. But. Have you seen it's been snowing in Australia? I was on to an Australian friend the other day and they said the weather's terrible, but is it snowing? Yeah, It's snowing in Australian Capital Territory and New South Ooh. Wales. Like, Jesus, they're hot ones like as well. Like snow. Fuck. And I'm like, oh wow, so the end of the world really is here at our door. Yeah. I nearly forgot the, the most incredible thing this week. It really is a sign of the end times as well. So I woke up Monday morning, mm -hmm. I went downstairs to make my breakfast and as soon as I got into the kitchen, out of the corner of my eye, I saw something move. Okay. And I turned around and on my floor, there was like a kind of greenish black just shape. Yeah. 
And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then it hopped. Oh, you had a frog. There was a frog in my kitchen. That's weird. I was like, this is so strange. Without the Minister of Agriculture. <laughs> yeah, I have to get on to whoever it is. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, that's crazy. Frog in my kitchen. That's so weird. Because I live near the river, okay. but I don't live on the river. I had a little frog out here. Yeah. So anyway, I took him, I put him out into the garden. Probably should have brought him out to the river now that I think about it. But I put him out into the garden. But nonetheless, I was like, that's the end saga of the frog. <laughs> Then Tuesday night, mm -hmm. my man brought the dog out the back garden so he could do his midnight ablutions before going to bed. Delightful. And mom was kind of standing at the back door watching him. And then she saw him like slowly creep up the back wall. She's like, what's he doing? And then a frog jumped out in front of him and he caught it in his mouth. <laughs> what is happening? But then she saw like two other frogs jumping in the garden. You're the frog whisperers. It's like the Pied Piper, but with frogs? Yeah, it's crazy. I think someone put a plague on my house. <gasps> That's why I twisted my ankle. But then what's the frogs got to do with it? That's one of the plagues of Egypt. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well. It's frogs, locusts, a new minister of agriculture, <laughs> King and Twist's ankle, and a plague, which is coronavirus. Well... There we have it then. I guess the plague really is on the Clark household. If there's no podcast next week, it's because I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. I'm going to continue without you. That's the other one. Death of the firstborn son. <laughs> we'll wait. We'll patiently wait. Um, the only other news, we have a little bit of time. The only other news I have is what my brother told me yesterday. It's, it's quite funny. So there was a guy in the States and he set up a Kickstarter. He's a gay guy in the States, set up a Kickstarter for a conversion therapy. He didn't have the money and he wants to get a conversion therapy to make him straight. Okay. Yeah, that's not great. Mm -mm. As we all know, that doesn't work. Mm -mm. That's not how that works at all. Here's the great thing. He knows that as well. He just took a load of bigots money. <laughs> Amazing. It's so good. What a clever idea. Every gay man and woman should do that. I know. It's so, it's so funny. Rinse him. Because that's the shit thing about Kickstarter. You aren't, like, liable at all. You could make £60,000 or €60,000 and keep it yeah. and make nothing. Like, you don't have to make any promises. Perfect. There we go, then. Yeah. Let's start a Kickstarter. Carla gets a boob job. Get some really old men to do it, and then I'm just not going to get a boob job. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the money we'll and get the redirect those funds. Beautiful pair of double Ds. <laughs> Anyway, Carla, time to move on to this week's topic. Yeah. And this week's topic was suggested by you because they're the better topics. <laughs> so this week, we I pitched it as difficult customers slash clients. And Kian went, Karen's perfect. <laughs> Karen's. So, yeah, it's just I work in hospitality. I've worked in hospitality and retail. And the Karens are wild. Yes. They truly do make your job harder. They do think their problems are valid. They always want to speak to a manager. I think you have a soapbox you'd like to stand on. <laughs> and I'm just going to let you vent now for the next, uh, what are we at? Yeah, I, you got about five minutes of venting nice. and then I'll come back in. I might make myself a coffee and come <laughs> back. I want to start with one where... The person actually did want to speak to the manager because it's funny and but it's not really involving me so my friend who I work with is so at the moment just a quick backstory I work for a like a company so it's not just one pub it's a company of pubs and uh, we have an app 
And at the moment, because of COVID, we recommend downloading the app. We don't do table service unless it's in the restaurant. If you're sitting in our garden, it's all on the app. It's pretty standard stuff to what's happening at the minute. At most pubs, there's only two pubs in my area open at the moment and the other pub also uses an app. So when people yeah. say to me, oh, I don't want to download it, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm like, well, they use an app too, so you're not going to be yeah. happy. It's pretty much standard of life now. Just get fucking used just to it. Just get used to it. Um, if they're really old, I re we will do table service. I just want to put that out yeah. there. Anyway, so a woman was annoyed. She was... She went out, she was sitting in the garden, she came back in, she was like, oh, I think this is terrible, I can't do this, I can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Really getting irate up in my friend's face. And she was like, oh, I think this is terrible, why, why can't I have this, why can't I have that, blah, blah, blah. She went, I'd like to speak to your manager. And Jess turned around and went, yeah, no, that's me. That is the classic and winning, isn't it? perfect. Oh, I was like, that is what I've only, I only ever want to be able to do that. Like, that's the, the she was just, just like, yep, no, you're talking to her. What if you just lied? You could, I guess. What are they going to do? They can't prove it. They can't ask for your documents. <laughs> yeah. And they're just going to leave a bad review, which then you will read out on this podcast. And it'll be funny. Because I, I yeah. also have to, so at the moment, I host a lot of the time. So it's when I have to, when people come in, I greet them. Tell them about the app, blah, blah, blah. But I also do bookings and inquiries a lot of the time when I'm sitting on host when I'm not doing anything else. So I see people's requests. I also have to read all the reviews. Mm -hmm. And some bad reviews are hilarious because we don't tend to get very many of them. But when we do, we always know which customer it was. Yeah, of course. You're like, oh, no, it was that dickhead that we were complaining about all night anyway. And a woman, she came over to me and they were ordering on the app. Big family bit of a chabby family, but they were kind and nice from like when I seated them, they didn't like where they were seated. We moved them inside, but they were going to be on the app. They were fine with that. Cool. Perfect. Makes our life easier. We were busy and we were short staffed. So I'm also hosting as well as taking food out to them. I take out desserts. I've got three brownies. They're like, oh, three brownies. And I'm holding them and I'm like, yeah, he's got a brownie. They're like, oh, so I give them, put it down. I've got, I'm busy. I'm, they want me, they want me to help out on the bar. And then I come back and she goes, oh, actually, um, the reason for the confusion is we actually ordered two brownies and two crumbles, not three brownies, one crumble. Right. And I was like, oh, OK, who took your order? They were like, oh, no, 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 we ordered on the app. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I was like, oh, so you <laughs> so you put the order through for two for three brownies and one crumble. Oh, yeah, 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 we, we did that. But we didn't want that. We wanted two brownies, two crumbles. They've got the three brownies on the table fully being eaten the crumbles also being eaten so nothing can be like just taken back so I was like okay let me see what I can do thinking nothing because I don't really know what you want other than just ordering another brownie or another crumble yeah. I've walked off I've actually gotten called over to be on the bar I'm on the bar helping them out they've got tickets stacked high and this woman comes over shouts from the end of the bar at me going um, excuse me, where's my, where's my crumble? <laughs> I'm like Jesus mid pouring Christ. a pint. And I was like, um, I, was, I haven't had time to sort it out um, because the order was wrong, not like from our end. Yeah. But I've already spoken to you about this. So where's my crumble? And I was... Just eat the fucking brownie. I was like, see, the thing, the thing is, is that you ordered it wrong. So I wasn't really sure what I could do. And I haven't had time. And she went, don't, don't, don't argue with me. Uh, just get me the crumble. So I was like, okay. She walks off. And my general manager's in and he looks at me and was like, what on earth? And I was like, 
I don't even know what to do with this situation. He went, you know what? I'm just going to go tell the kitchen, make her a crumble, shut the fuck up, essentially. Yeah. And That's the easiest way to deal with any customer. Do you know what? It's give them what they want, which is so fucking annoying. Yeah. You don't want to give these people what you want because it sets the worst precedent, which is how Karen's developed and evolved. Yeah, and have this now, like, superiority complex where they think if they complain, they will get that what they want. Because that is, especially when we're busy and we're short-staffed to the point where the general manager's on the bar as well trying to help out because, we're, you know, that's not where he should really be. He should be doing other things, like... Of course. And he was like, I'm just going to go tell the kitchen. And whilst I'm still helping out the bar, she comes back again barking at me going where's this crumble and my general manager steps in and went it's coming and then they went on to leave a great review <laughs> good that's not, gas i not, i love that yeah i and i really thought i thought you know what they're really gonna absolutely like shake me in this review they're gonna say that i was uh, like unhelpful i didn't care because i didn't because i was annoyed it's not hard to order the right thing on the app and you've ordered the wrong thing and then you're starting to shout at me when I'm clearly busy. I was like, I'm actually really irate with this. (laughs) Like, I can't do it. Do you know who left that review? Someone else at the table left that review (laughs) because they felt so fucking embarrassed. Yeah, because she came twice to shout at me and I was like, I don't work in the kitchen. I also don't work your fingers on the app. So like, what do you want me to do? I did a video job once for a company and they made a supplement for women. (laughs) I made the video and we got a model in for the video to like drink the supplement. It was like a powder you dissolve in water or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was a lovely girl. She was from the States and she was Latino. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. But when we sent over the video, I was out on another shoot when I got the feedback. Okay. One of my colleagues, Jacob, just told me, oh yeah, that company rang. Um, they liked the video, but they said the model is too dark. And I was just like, what? Oh. And he goes, they said the model was too dark. And I was just like, they must mean the footage of the model yeah. is too dark. It's not lit correctly or it's underexposed Exposure, yeah. or whatever. And I was like, do you know what? Like, it's not the finished edit. I haven't had a chance to kind of go over it. I thought it was kind of bright enough, but whatever. So I went on a call with them and I discussed it. And at the end of the call, I was just like, oh yeah, and Jacob said um, the model was too dark. I just sent you over another version of it there and I've turned up the brightness. And they were like quiet for a second. Mm. And they were like, no, 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 we mean the model herself is too dark. Oh, fuck. And I was just like, okay. Um, I mean, we're not getting in another model. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> conversation here is kind of done. And they were like, oh, oh okay. Um, could you remove all the darker models from the stock footage portion of it? And like on a call, turning around to my colleagues with this on speakerphone, I'm just like, this fucking bitch. Yeah. You're like, like um, that is an not. unreasonable thing to say. Yeah. No, not even unreasonable. It's just disgusting. <laughs> First, it's racist. Like yeah, it so is racist. totally racist. Yeah. I no longer want to work for you. Oh, I haven't worked for them since. Good, Jesus. But I have seen their Instagram and they copied my video format, but made it a lot worse. Oh, fuck. And everyone yeah, in great. it is Aryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in my job in general, just back to like Karen's, there are a yeah. lot because we're a, we're a kind of a traditional pub. We sometimes, it looks like we turn into a crash because the amount of yummy mummies we get, we're known as a yummy mummy pub. 
Love it. Where we've got buggies everywhere, kids everywhere. When does a young mother become a Karen? Because that's the evolution, isn't it? it? Around 36. Are internet moms becoming Karens or is it a different kind of subsection of Karen? Hmm. Like really, really passive aggressive. Yeah, where they're like smiling in your face while saying things. Like really. Yeah. Like actually the app isn't really working because I ordered two of these and three of these, but I actually put in three of these and two of these. Yeah. It's the worst. I'd almost rather them just call me a bitch to my face. <laughs> yeah. You're a dumb bitch. I'd rather they as soon that. as you leave, they're just going, honestly, this service here, I'm never coming back. And then they're back tomorrow. Oh, we have a customer who is a regular. So she knows the layout of the pub. She knows the, the stuff. She's Since we've reopened, she's been more of a pain in my ass than ever before. Pain in anyone else. She doesn't like the girls. She's quite friendly with the guys. Don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't like the girl stuff. She never did. And she's a girl who hates women. Yeah. And she's old and refuses to get the app. And But not old enough. She has a phone that could get the app. She just doesn't want to. And she yeah. booked a table on our Alfresco dining terrace. And it was when it was boiling, when it was like 35 degrees. And under that terrace is hot. It's like a greenhouse. No one who booked a table out there wanted to sit out there, like, justifiably. But she purposefully booked this table... Like, it said on the booking, like, do not move, whatever. So she arrives, or her friends arrive, I seat them, and I turned, I was sitting at host, and I turned to my colleague, and I was like, 100% in five minutes, she's going to ask me if she can move. But she's going to want to move into the garden, where it is app, but she's going to want table service out there, even though she's booked a table service table. And she did. She came out to me, oh, is there any way we could move to to uh, this booth do you know what you should start doing in work Karen bingo <laughs> and just like get a six by or a three by three square and give it to all the staff and every time they deal with a Karen they have to go oh they didn't like the table oh they didn't like the app my favorite is I've had a woman not with quite a Karen haircut but she was about a Karen age she can't go oh do you have our app by any chance I've written it in very big so that people can see it because I know it's difficult and they she went um, phone in hand well what if I don't have a phone on me I don't have a phone on me I think we should start rounding up but I want to finish on the most iconic Karen thing the Karen haircut <gasps> it's good isn't it perfection it really it, it's like something in nature so you know like when you see an animal who has like red on them in nature (laughs) and it means that there's like a warning sign don't fuck with this it's poisonous danger the short haircut with a side fringe choppy always choppy always choppy not well done is the uh, human version of like the black widow symbol yeah (laughs) it really is those women are never happy if I see it if I see one of those people coming towards me I'm thinking they're, t- they're going to hate their table. They're not going to want to download the app. They're not going to do the one-way system. They're going to say that their waitress wasn't wearing a mask, which they should fucking know that when they walk through the door because none of us wear masks. Neither do you. I am going to rank Karen's a solid four out of ten. I was going to go three, but... Yeah, I think there's a bit of humour to be had in them. <laughs> and the memes, there's some great Karen memes. Yeah, I think... Three to four. They they only provide humour. They don't provide anything else. On that note, Carla, what time is it? I think it's Carla after dark. 
Yes, it's Kala After Dark once again in the very early morning. You messaged me and said, is it gross this week? I don't think last week was gross. Well, it made me shiver. <laughs> but this week I thought I'd go a little bit more wholesome. Coming from a few different people in my life is the, the very popular question of, is it moving too fast? Ah, right. I am going to be fuck all help on this one. Why? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have relationships or do relationships. I, I but I'm also f- I'm very afraid of things moving too fast. So l- let's give this there, a shout. There you go. You've got you've got opinions, if not experience. Yeah, yeah. I've got reviews. You've, <laughs> you've got some surveys filled out. <laughs> so the question is: Is it moving too fast in a relationship? I think. My, I was talking to my friend about it, and she said, "When you know, you know." She's got a bit. She always says to me, "When you know, you know, you know." I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Always nervous, even on wedding day. Texting the group chat. I'm not sure. Boys, does she like me? <laughs> You're like third kid on the way. I'm not sure she likes yeah. me. Which is yeah. fair because she might not like you by the third child. Just for an example, when I was in a relationship during my first and second year of uni, and it was it was toxic at best and depressing at worst. Yes, I've read your poetry. <laughs> Thank you. We ended up having coming to a head just after my 21st birthday. I laid it all down to him and was like, what is going on here? Like, we've been essentially on off for like nearing on three years now, but it's been shit. But I love you and what's happening. And he couldn't give me a right answer. So we, we split that night, like four or five days after my 21st. A week later... I went on a first date with a boy who I was then with for two years. And as soon as I went on that first date with him, we were together. There was no, there was no like other people and there was no drama and there was no, we people may have said we moved too fast. Like we were only official in three months after that, but we already booked a holiday together before we were official from the May. So for a couple yeah. of months later. I know someone who's kind of doing that at the minute and they've done two holidays with their not boyfriend yeah, well they're trying to get the 600 euro tax back from the government <laughs> <laughs> it's all a fr- it's all fraud <laughs> but so i think sometimes when people say oh is it moving too fast i'm like people would have said that me and so and so so and so were moving too fast but it didn't feel fast because it felt normal it didn't feel like we were forcing it it didn't feel like we were being pushy and like I said, we were together for a couple of years after that. And it was a great relationship, which ended because love doesn't exist. But that's a side, that's a side yep. point. And then I think, well, imagine if like I'd started seeing him and said, like, should I book a holiday? And I had someone in my ear being like, well, you guys are moving too fast. You probably should chill out. Go see a few other people. Just sow your seeds a little bit. Text so-and-so. Go and go on a night out. Maybe kiss someone else. What age were you? I was 21. Ah, they, they can get fucked. 21's a fine age. Like you've been doing... like. It's not like you were 16, yeah. do you know what I mean? And you've never lived. Like, 21 is still very young, but, like, yeah. you have done a bit of living. Yeah, a little bit, you know. I've, I've been about town. But imagine, like, and if I had of like, kissed someone else or decided to actually go on a couple other dates to keep it casual, yeah, I think he would have gone off of the idea of it. He'd have been like, yeah, well, she's some, obviously not some interested. Some people aren't about that. Yeah. And that's you have to respect that as well. Yeah, so... I don't think there's a, a, such a thing as moving too fast. Oh, but there is, Carla. <laughs> and let me give you a good example. Go straight ahead. <laughs> uh, one year, my parents and brother were gone away. Mm-hmm. Fucking day they left, I matched with a girl on Tinder. Paint me a picture. So we went out for 
drinks that evening. Lovely girl from America. Anyway, this girl and I went out for drinks and then we came back to the house, which was great. We, she spent the night and then she spent most of the next day. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, whatever, cool. I don't have any work. Then she came back that night and I was like, hey, I'm not complaining. This is a rarity when I have a free house. So I'm, I'm going to keep this going. Yeah. And like over the course of a week, I'd say she was in my house four or five times, okay. like staying over. Hmm. And then on like the last <laughs> night she could stay over before my parents came, she was like, so what are we going to do? Um, um, what? See other people immediately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I kind of presumed that was the situation. Now, that's probably a bit of a dickhead thing to do. Looking back on it, you shouldn't assume and you shouldn't like just sleep with someone for a week and then just completely drop them because it doesn't suit you. No. But what she suggested <laughs> was we fake having a relationship so my parents would be okay with it. Be okay with what? Her living with you? Staying over all the time. Oh. And I was like, I don't really want to lie to my parents about my relationships. Because what I have discussed with someone recently. <sighs> so, introducing a boy or a girl to your parents is like giving kids a puppy, right? Yeah. They're really excited. They get really attached. Mm -hmm. They love it. And oh my God, they only want to talk about it. They only want to see it when it comes around. They really invest in it. But then when you have to go put the puppy down. Yeah, inevitably. They're really upset. They can sometimes be more upset than you. Yeah. Because they were so attached to it. Mm -hmm. And then when you get the next puppy, all they talk about is the last puppy. <laughs> yeah I think I've already had this situation as well with my last ex my nan loved him like I yeah. mean god bless her soul she's not with us anymore but she loved him and I when we broke up while well, she was still alive and I could just tell she was really disappointed like I mean I I was too but I could tell she really was yeah. And if there had been a guy after in her lifetime, I know that that's exactly what would have happened. She would have been like, well, he wasn't, he wasn't him. He's and no he, so-and-so, he yeah. You know, he didn't live in this place and he didn't do... And I just know it would never have been the same. So yeah. I already feel like that's... And this is why I don't introduce people to my family anymore. Yeah, it, that's what, in my opinion, is moving too fast. How quickly you meet their parents. Fair enough. It's true. It's the other night when, like, I was telling you, I went on a date and the date came home and my mum was still awake. And there was that awkward bit of, like, I'm not introducing you guys. So I literally yeah. just went, we're going upstairs and just... I didn't even take my coat off. My coat's still hanging up here. <laughs> I was like, I'm not taking my coat off downstairs because that's that's too much time. That's I'm, I'm like, prolonging yeah, 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 being yeah, downstairs. Yeah. We need to, to move this upstairs real quick <laughs> because otherwise it's going to be that thing of, like, oh, hi, mum, this is so-and-so. Nah, he I'm just okay. turns around to you and goes, oh, can I get a glass of water from the kitchen? There's like, there's water upstairs. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just becomes very aggressive really, really quickly. Oh, can I just use the whole toilet? No. <laughs> Piss out the window. Shoes on. Upstairs. Like, don't even take your shoes off. Carla, I think it's nearly time to wrap up the yeah. podcast with some reviews I found this week. Ooh. And I found some very interesting reviews. I don't know how it popped into my head and I want absolutely no shame when I'm talking about these. Oh, God. But I thought, hey, I wonder 
if people do reviews on escort services. Fuck's sake. And I do not mean people who drive cars. I did not think you did. <laughs> Turns out there is a website called escortadvisor.com. Nice. And I have the reviews from three escorts. Yeah. Of varying prices and ability. Ability. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because these reviews go into quite amount of detail. Yeah. This is a review of Laura. She is from London. Nice. And the review from Will Joe 9 goes as follows. Laura is a real expert in making you feel so good. She really enjoys herself and does not keep looking at the clock. Nice. I enjoyed her massage once we undressed each other. She met... She let me lick her nipples and breast uh, while pushing it inside her mish. Her what? Mish. Mish? Yeah. Oh. Possibly the worst word I've ever heard for vagina. Oh no, mish, no. <laughs> no. I wanted to taste her lovely pussy so we moved on and I could appreciate her licking and sucking till I finished in her mouth. What? A very nice experience. Four stars just because anal is extra. <laughs> I didn't think escorts had sex. No, that's what an escort is. Yeah, I thought they just went to is, dinner with you. Uh, basically, as I understand it, an escort is someone you pay for companionship. Yeah. And then, like, you could have sex with oh, them. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, Laura. 25. So you're you're not you're not paying to have sex with a person. You're paying for their companionship and then they might have sex with you and anal is extra. Nice. (laughs) Important. They should put that in the T's and C's. Now, I have a very bad review for the same girl, Laura. Oh, no. From Sideways on Two Wheel, titled Avoid, the worst I have experienced. She is very rude and one of the worst I have experienced. She uses Translate for everything and can't speak English. They also give, like, stats. Yeah. So, personal information. Beauty, one star. Performance, one star. Attitude, one star. Cleanliness, one star. And then they have a one on place, like, where she is. Yeah. Quality, one star. Cleanliness, one star. Location, one star. This guy, I think, was fucking a fleshlight under a bridge by the sound of things. (laughs) This man was not happy. So how did she get such a good review from one guy? And then this mate, he's saying she was the absolute worst. Her beauty was shit. Her cleanliness was shit. Her location shit. Well, I think some of the men who might be doing escort services aren't the most trustworthy people. Hmm, I agree. And the ones that review it, probably not the most kind of mentally stable. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They're either one side of the spectrum of like, she is everything. I might marry her to, um, yeah. she's a dirty whore and I didn't like it one bit. Now, I have a very similar one for Laura. It's the last one for Laura, but it is quite negative, but it has a bit more. We arranged a meeting a few weeks in advance and had to message a few times on the day to confirm. The apartment was nice, but she was very cold and just told me to take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) She was mechanical and boring. She clearly just waited for the time to be over. She doesn't enjoy anything, and maybe it's because I'm not attractive. She treated me this way. <laughs> I wanted to meet a Spanish woman and have felt very disappointed. Oh. That is from DJ Party. Oh, 
DJ party, an unattractive man. Maybe Will Joe Nine, who left the four star review, maybe she just got on really well with him. Maybe he was really good looking. Maybe he was just really good looking and like was really nice. Yeah. yeah. Or it's Laura in disguise. Well, I have another positive review. This is from Dragon Boy and it's for a woman called Julia mm-hmm. who's located in Belfast. Ooh. I'm just back from meeting Julia. Very sexy girl. Beautiful small boobs with pointy nipples. Shaved, but not smooth, but very tight inside. She made me feel comfortable when I came in it and in no way felt like just another job. Aww. She's all about the customer service. Yeah. She was also one of the cheapest escorts I could find in Belfast. (laughs) Her price range is up to £50. Ooh. That is... Too low. Way too low. Hope you Julia, enjoyed chlamydia. get your money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> See, we yeah. have a thing at work now where we call it there's service and there's hospitality. And I think she's right. really nailed hospitality with this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. You have to use an app to, get <laughs> to request what you want. Sorry, it's a COVID thing. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's safer for our waitresses and yourself, minimises contact. <laughs> I have one more review uh, from Dan Douche, mm-hmm. who picked up an escort in Dartford. Oh, I wouldn't go to Dartford. is titles Scammer, be careful if... Dot, dot, dot. Be careful if you're going to book this girl. She persuaded me to book her and her friend and took £270 deposit from me. When the day comes around, she cancelled and refused to give the money back. Two stars. Two stars? You didn't have sex and lost £300. Why are you giving two stars? Why? That must have been a mistake. Maybe he was just enjoying... Maybe he's a pay pig. Maybe he quite likes Dartford. The only man (laughs) on earth that likes Dartford. Maybe he's just really into Dartford. Anyway, that's all my reviews. So that is pretty much the show for the week. What would you round it all up? So we had Ireland's government being an absolute fool. Uh, We had a gay guy taking all the money from bigots. We had Karens. We had moving too fast. And then we had some really cheap escorts. I It felt positive this week, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's a lot of underdog stories there. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like the little yeah. man really winning. Maybe it'll be a 79 yeah. this week. I'll agree with you, a 79. There we go, 79. We've, yeah. we've learned a lot. We've learned that really, you can tell most people to fuck off. So, Carla, give us the podcast socials. Um, our Twitter is not another review. Our Instagram is not another review show. We have an email, not another review show one at gmail.com. My socials are just Carla Layla at Twitter and Instagram. And Kian, yours are? Uh, my Instagram is There's a Clark in the Water, and my Twitter is at Kian Clark One. Now I'm going to run because I have to wrap up my ankle because I'm in so much pain <laughs> and I need painkillers. Fair enough. And I'm away as well. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.